I've had some time on my hands lately, and one of the things that I enjoy is looking things up. Things like words, concepts, facts, real or imagined, stories, and most of all, written explanations of what is meant by a collection of thoughts or words that over the years have become part of humanity's lexicon so embedded in our collective knowledge that we lump all of this under the label truth. Now, therein lies the rough. The word truth has many meanings or definitions depending on just who the person describing the truth is and where they have decided is the correct benchmark or barometer to exist to ascertain the validity of that pronouncement of truth, at least from that person's understanding. Don't get me started. This could go on indefinitely, which is where most discussions on this subject begin and end. This whole discussion started for me with the curiosity about a subject or subjects I sought clarity on. In other words, what or where can I find the most accurate example of what is meant by a statement supposedly explaining the truth about a given subject, especially if that given subject falls under the category of sports, religion, or politics, which in many ways are the same. The ideas and beliefs that color each person's opinion of these three subjects seems to fall under the same grouping, all preceded by the definitive declaration of this is known as truth whether spoken or implied. In other words, whether it's about your favorite sports team or player or your personal or somebody else's faith statement or a political position or a person of so-called influence, the intention is the same. I am right, and chances are, if you disagree, then you are certainly wrong. This becomes the tenor of much of which passes for discussion about these three topics. Back to my original premise, I love looking things up and have a renewed interest in just how different opinions and viewpoints come to the forefront of any discussion. And specifically, how these opinions and viewpoints get over time etched in stone, so to speak, and become the cornerstones of a body of thought that takes on a life of its own. The longer an opinion is accepted, the more legitimacy is attributed to that premise until it becomes a fact, whether provable or not. In other words, it must be true, it's been said for such a long time. Okay, then, that settles it. But wait, wait just a minute. 
Scholars say much of our proof text about opinions and stories base our knowledge on the fact that its origin is myth. Now then, that's another interesting fact of our quest for the ultimate source of truth. Historians tell us, and we know they're always correct, that humankind's greatest accomplishment, right after learning to produce agriculture so that man didn't have to wander all over the place in search of food and shelter, but could stay put and cultivate what was needed to survive, the accomplishment was storytelling. You got it. We could sit around the fire and tell stories about how we got here and, more importantly, why. It's only my opinion, but I think that this myth-telling was the beginning of what was to become universities. I'm just kidding. I suppose this storytelling gave birth to another great human accomplishment, and that was the art of disagreement. Your story sucks, and mine's correct, and if you don't agree with me, we can fight over who's right and why you're mainly wrong. Now, push that idea forward a few million years, and we have the birth of armies and man's crowning achievement, warfare. Well, that will certainly settle that, or maybe not. Out of all this interaction came the art and the practice of arguing. And as that developed into a science, it begot the legal profession, and in many ways the diversity of religious persuasions, which gave a boost to the many theological arguments over just who knows God's will and who doesn't. I mean, you talk about heated arguments, try convincing the other person that you and you alone have the ear of God, especially if your understanding of just who or what God is, is solely based on your illumination. If you're convinced of the veracity of your beliefs, then those who disagree must be considered ungodly and deviant, both of which leads us right back to the use of warfare to settle who's right and who's wrong. It seems that once our own satisfaction we have successfully proven to uh, at least ourselves our righteousness, then we can gather a group of folks who agree with our point of view into a body of like-minded people who can give a name to, whether or not it's a body of faith or political sentiments or rabid collection of people who describe themselves as sports fans. They're all the same, collective voices spouting out as loudly as they can, we are right and you are wrong. Our side wins and your side loses. That brings me up to the present. What is the truth And who do we decide is the arbiter of all of these diverse positions? Who sorts them out? Who makes sense of the cacophony of zillions of words 
all fighting for the primacy in today's state discussions. And discussions is what it is, just like the early Homo sapiens myth-building around ancient fires eons ago. The same thing, only manipulated millions of times, it still comes down to one side declaring they are right and the other side saying, no, you're wrong. If you aren't convinced of the reasoning behind our throwback to the fires of prehistoric times, just look at the modern argument's use of words to prove differing points. For instance, in religion, such salient points as, you don't baptize like we do, so your whole system of theology is apostate. You don't pray correctly like we do, as if there is a right or wrong way to beseech the Almighty for His divine favors. We have the correct name for the utmost deity. Yours is wrong, and because of that, he, or whether or not he is he or she, won't listen to any pleadings from you unless you get the name right. I could go on. And the list of the multitudes of divisions in Christianity alone, all of the operating under the premise of we are right and you are wrong. Politics, well, that is also as diverse as there are people who desire to be leaders or, for lack of a better word, overlords, over people who they believe not only are in agreement with the presented views, but will be subservient to the oracles of the points no matter how often they change. (laughs) Then we have sports, and I believe that's enough said. For it is fans that is short for the longer word fanatics which is as descriptive as is needed for this discussion. I'm beginning to believe that the word fanatics is usable in all three categories. You'll notice that I haven't delved into the hard subjects, such as hard sciences, language, art, and music. These all have multiple followings of groups willing and able to rise to the occasion of defending their views on any given subject when faced with an alternative viewpoint. In conclusion, I hasten to say, there isn't one. No conclusion that is not subject to argument and disagreement. But that is the conclusion enough for this discussion. Feel free to disagree if that's your want. After all, disagreement is as old as thought itself. Thanks for listening. This is Jim McCrell.